Welcome to the Congressional School Podcast, where we chat with our community about topics that interest you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Congressional School Podcast. I'm Alice Penn, Director of Marketing and Communications. Joining me today is Lisa Hawkins, Director of Congressional's Equine Program. And today we're going to talk all about horses. Thanks for joining me, Lisa. Um, so Congressional has a long history with horses. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the history? Yes, I feel that we're so lucky to have horses on our campus. Congressional is unique because we're the only primary school inside the Beltway that has horses on its campus. The founders of the school, the Devers, um, they uh, kept their horses um, originally on Carlin Springs Road, and the students traveled there to take riding lessons. And then later, they moved their horses onto the campus, um, and the horses uh, lived on campus. We continue that tradition today, the the horses live on campus, um, but now the horses are owned by the school. And how many horses does Congressional have? Um, Our Congressional horses are a herd of 10, which includes two miniature horses and a Shetland pony named Oreo, who is a favorite of so many students. Um, These three are small enough to be ridden by kids in our little school. Um, And if anybody has any interest, they can look on our website and they can see pictures of our horses and their bios are all there, too. Great. Um, So in addition to riding, there are other benefits to having horses on our campus. Um, Can you tell us some of the other ways that the school is incorporating them into the school day? Yes, Um, Studies have shown that horses can help people with anxiety, depression, and or physical and mental disabilities. Why is this? Um, Horses have been prey animals rather than predators, so they have evolved to be highly in tune to possible dangers in their surroundings. So even though horses are domesticated with no real danger of predators anymore, this sense has evolved and developed to be in tune with the humans who care for them. So at Congressional School, um, our school counselor, Rebecca Gennetti, she helped develop Colts Care, which gives students the opportunity to get to know and bond with our horses. These visits are non-riding and include grooming the horses and preparing them for after-school riding lessons. We've had really positive participation in Colts Care. It's really um, very popular with the kids. Um, The students enjoy getting to know the horses, and then the horses, in turn, get a wider exposure to students who may not ride in lessons. Uh, Our school horses have always been used in after-school riding and during summer camp, but we've recently incorporated them into the school day as well. With the help of Brian Krause, our PE director, we've introduced riding into a pilot program for students in kindergarten through fourth grade, in conjunction with the aquatic program. While half of the classes are in the pool participating in sea activities, the other half are participating in land activities such as riding and relay racing on foot. This happened today um, and we're, we've got a couple more, um, couple more riding uh, classes set up with PE. Additionally, sixth grade students have visited the horses to observe, sketch, and draw them 
These art students discovered up close why these majestic creatures have been so fascinating to artists from cave paintings to equestrian sculptures to current paintings by Kehande Wiley. There are many opportunities to incorporate horses into the school's curriculum, including studying the horse through art history and learning about horse anatomy, health, and movement. So um, we'd love to do to incorporate them more into the science uh, curriculum. And I recently talked to um, Carlos Hernandez about doing that. We hope to expand the use of horses in our curriculum in upcoming years. That's great. Such a great resource um, for us to have on our campus and for our students. Um, now, I know the horses are not here all year round. Um, so when they do arrive in the campus in the spring, how do you acclimate them to their new uh, surroundings? Well, the horses return to campus every March after spending the winter away. We get them acclimated to life at school with grooming and rides every day to get them in shape for riding lessons, which begin in April. After spring riding ends, the horses will be used during summer camp and then again in riding lessons in the fall. Then the horses leave in November for the winter. We don't have any electricity or a barn, so they have to leave um, onto the property where they have those two things. Mm -hmm. So when they leave, where do they go and who's taking care of them? When they leave for the winter, uh, the horses go to farms. There's one in Delaplaine that they go to and another one in Bluemont, which are both about an hour away from our school. In Delaplaine, a woman named Tammy Fitzgerald gives full care, including keeping the horses blanketed as well as feeding them twice a day, plus medications. And then in Bluemont, the horses are taken care of by Bill Devers, who's the son of the original founders of Congressional School. Now, you have um, here at Congressional a, a staff of people who work with you um, to take care of the horses and uh, do the riding mm -hmm. program. Um, how many people work with you and what kind of backgrounds do they have? Yes, uh, there's a total of seven of us on the equine staff who take care of the horses and teach riding lessons. All are experienced riders who share a deep love for horses. The equine staff has a wealth of knowledge and experience around horses that we love to share with students. Some of these experiences include trail riding, polo cross, barrel racing, jumping, and classical dressage. I thought it would be fun to uh, give people a little bit more information about uh, our horses. I mean, someone like me, I don't know anything about horses, like well, what do they eat and um, do they really sleep standing up and, and do they all get along? Yeah, horses eat hay, grass and grain, which is like a cereal. And they're basically vegetarian. They love carrots and apples, of course, but they also love bananas and even eat the peel, which is full of vitamins. Did you know that horses love peppermint? In fact, Horse treats not only come in apple and carrot, but also in peppermint flavors. So you know all those candy canes that are 75% off after the holidays? Well, horse owners always buy those up. And horses sleep standing up to stay alert for predators. But if they feel safe, they will also lie down. So if you see horses laying down, there's usually one horse who's on the lookout, so others in the herd can sleep. 
One fun fact is horses can sleep standing up because there is this locking mechanism in their legs that enables them to do so. I learned this because a horse who lived in the stall next to my horse was missing this mechanism, and sometimes he would fall over into the wall when he fell asleep on his feet. The big noise was really scary to hear, and I always checked to make sure he was okay, but I eventually got used to hearing him crash. Yeah, and most of the horses get along, but there are always a few squabbles, especially when it comes to food. I am constantly reminding them that there's enough food for everyone. One horse named Roscoe can be a bully in the herd. He's a real sweetheart and very loving to humans, but not so to the other horses. Trigger is the top horse and keeps the herd in line. When Roscoe first arrived, he tried to take the top dog position from Trigger, and they got in a lot of fights. Roscoe learned the hard way that he will always be second in command to Trigger. That's funny. Um, just funny to listen to the different <laughs> dynamics of their personalities working together. Um, well, lastly, I think you've put together some fun trivia facts about horses. So what do you have to share with us? Well, one of the things that I love um, are the many idioms that include horses. There's hold your horses and stop horsing around. Another one is don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Nobody ever really knows where this came from. Well, because horses' teeth continually grow as they age, and that's why horse dentists have to file them down using a tool called a float. And this is also where the idiom long in the tooth comes from. Um, it uh, describes somebody who's very old. So if somebody were to give you a horse, it would be really rude to look in its mouth to check its age. You should just appreciate the gift instead. I did not know where that uh, term came from. Um, so that's really cool to learn that. Um, well, that concludes today's podcast. Um, certainly learned a few things today. Thank you, Lisa, for taking the time to share more information about congressional sports. And thank you to everyone who listened in today. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Congressional School Podcast. Learn more by visiting congressionalschool.org.